Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Howdy, folks. It's the Airbuds Podcast. Woo! Hey, what's up, Mike? Hey, Jamal. How's it going? Man, it's so good. Things are great. Wait, Jamal, wait. What's that? What's that up there? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the drone missiles that our country uses to bomb other nations daily. Woo! Woo! Damn it, I love it here. Happy 4th of July, I suppose. What's the least patriotic thing I could wear? Um, The least patriotic thing you could wear? To what, the Sparks game tonight? Yeah. So that's the thing is I think you're going to... um come up against a lot of patriotic people there so you don't want to be too you don't want to wear a shirt that says like fuck america but do you have like a che shirt or something che Guevara? i'll just wear my cuba i'll just wear some shit that says cuba yeah why not uh man me and dan uh we had the idea to go to this game i was gonna go to this game dressed as uncle sam and at what point did you think, that's not a good idea? Was it uh, during the mass shooting that happened today in Illinois? Um, yeah, I mean, obviously that played a factor, but it was probably when the last mass shooting happened. Mm. And we were like, ah. Uh. Yeah. So yesterday. Yeah. Bro, you seen the Stranger Things? You seen the new Stranger Thing? No. It's crazy. I stopped watching that. Um after season two, when I realized like this is like not really a show, it's just a bunch of strung together references. But people have been going crazy for uh, season four. I mean, it's it's like it's good. It's like it's a crazy mix of kids TV, mm-hmm. like teen, like young adult drama, and horror, and just straight up insane violence. Does Winona Ryder shoplift? Actually, yes. Really? Yeah, I think technically she does. Well, this is a podcast about basketball, ostensibly, but let's uh, let's get a little little business out of the way before we dive in on the things that have happened. Not much has happened since our Friday yeah. podcast, but uh, uh, guys, go to patreon.com slash airbudspod for $5 a month. You get bonus episodes. You get access to our Discord. And you know what? You get to be our friends. Well, my friend. I'm the only one that's ever really in the Discord. You're in there a little bit. Yeah, I come, look, I come around a few times a week because I always forget that I have it on my phone because mm-hmm. I don't have notifications turned on because I'm dumb. You are 
the leader of the Discord. These are your minions. You I are orchestrating. Not, it is it is OJ or, or David. I don't know who the leader of the Discord is, but it's not me. Well, you you have to say that because you can't stand success. That's true. Uh guys, patreon.com slash airbudspod. If you can't help us out that way, go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify, click that five star button. Why not? I think uh, it doesn't hurt you. Take your friends' phones and do it. Peter always says, take your friends' phones and subscribe to our show. What have you got to lose? You literally have nothing to lose except for $5, which who even cares? Well, that was for the Patreon, not for uh, not for just clicking uh, five oh, stars right. on Apple Podcasts, yeah. Um, Give and us $5 what? and we'll read your shit. Yeah, give us five dollars and we'll read your shit. I think we actually have a new review. No, ooh. Uh, did you guys read the one about the warriors? No. Uh, okay. If you guys write a five star review on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the air, just like this one from D four Snip three R three R R D O G four N. I feel like that's some kind of Joe Rogan code that i don't know yeah um, headline still good five stars they may not have anything nice to ever say about the warriors but boy these guys can podcast i take it back i just listened to the championship pod also and then they, they cut off so he guess he's referring he probably wrote that review and then um listened to the leaves pod and heard us actually say nice things about steph curry well heard me and you say nice things not peter uh, also we did read that Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, look, this lucky, uh, lucky Joe Rogan guy got his review read twice. You're gonna let him? Ooh. We're just gonna keep reading his until we start getting more. Thank you for listening to the show, Joseph Rogan. Yeah, MMA legend Joe Rogan. Do you think it, it's possible that Joe Rogan knows who you are? No, you don't. If I was hanging out at the comedy store, maybe, but I don't be over there. Yeah. Does he fly to LA be- just to do the comedy store a couple times a week or something? Probably. Because he's in Austin now, right? Oh, yeah. So they, he's not even doing that anymore. He probably comes. He'll probably go to the store, what, like twice a year? Probably. Just to make his like $20 for doing 10 minutes stand up. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, he's wherever Fight Island is. Yeah. Uh, well, that takes care of that, all that business. But Jamel, a couple of things have happened. Since we we posted our episode on Friday, not the Kevin Durant trade, not the Kyrie Irving trade, not the Ben Simmons uh, going to Utah trade, but you know what Ben Simmons did do? What did he do? Just a little over an hour ago, he dipped into his uh his his, his little Discord community that I'm a part of. Oh my god! And uh, here, hold on, I'll um. Please tell me more. Tell me more. Hold did on. he put up a fight? So this morning, he. Dipped into oh a new a new a new character has uh, has also kind of entered into Ben Simmons Discord a woman named Amber who is constantly adding him and trying to get his attention but she comes up uh, Ben Simmons this morning yo what's up I'm locked in right now with the work and then his little like you know huffing uh, oh, emojis yeah. that he oh, loves so much I'm smoke I got so much yeah. smoke. This was at this morning at 9.04 a.m. This set off three hours of commotion that is still happening in in the Discord. Uh, 
people have been coming for Amber because Amber got upset that he kind of he showed up and then never replied to anything. Um, there are people that are uh, now saying, "Ben, where'd you go?" And people are like, "He's on his way to Utah." Uh, there's been there's a lot of uh, yeah. This is a very funny little community to be a part of because there it's like literally half people who are like Ben is the greatest NBA player of all time, and then half that are like, "Ben, you suck dick," <laughs> and I and I hate you. I can't believe he let them all in the Discord. I mean, I that's like that's like an honorable thing to do. Invite yeah. the thousands of people that hate you to your Discord. Yeah, this is a course coming right after Ben Simmons uh, deleted his Instagram. I don't know if you saw that. I think it was on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Um, ben Simmons going through it right now. I uh, I wish him well, uh, but this is funny. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. I mean, the po- him posting that picture, of him snarling. And that being the same day KD requested a trade is it's one of the greatest moments in NBA history. Less than an hour after he posted that KD, it broke that he requested a trade. And that is so freaking funny. And I love it. I think that might be like one of the funniest Jamal Murray posting, getting head on Instagram is the funniest NBA related Instagram post ever. But I think this is definitely top five. Ben Simmons is, snarl post that then led to katie announcing he wanted to trade it man okay wait all right top instagrams jamal murray's number one ben simmons Mm -hmm. kd trade request is number two uh jack harlow and lou williams is not a great is that a great that's like a low is that a good or a bad i don't know if it is I don't know. I think maybe the fact that it's Jack Harlow that posted it and got Lou Williams in trouble, like, makes me not want to put it up there. But then again, it did kind of launch, like, the greatest 48 hours of the bubble ever. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't I don't respect Jack Harlow in any way. Mm-hmm. But it did lead to some amazing stuff. Lemon Pepper Lou, he has his own flavor of hot wings now. So it might have to be, it might have to be it's top up there. five. It I might think it's have top to five. Be it has yeah. to be. I hate to give it to Jack Harlow, but he was just the, the right place at the, the right time. The conduit, we, we look, man. Game recognized game and all that. We have to give you top five. So that's yeah. number, that's somewhere in the top five. What are the other two in the top five? Uh, J.R. Smith, you're trying to get the pipe. Yeah, that was a was that a a comment or was that a that tweet? was an Instagram DM. Yep, we're gonna count that. That's number four. Uh, and, and number five. Hmm, hmm. it's kind of tough. It is tough. I think maybe Clay on the boat. <sighs> Clay on the boat when he was hurt. No, no, no. that's not Clay on the boat. I don't want to give it to him because of what he obviously uh, what what has happened since, but the. Miles Bridges and the posting. Oh, and Dakota. Yeah, no, nah, look, look, we'll just, that's honorable mention. We can't give him top five. Cause we can't give him top five. We have political, we're, we're running for office and we can't give you top five. Unfortunately, he was on his way to like being my favorite NBA player between the rapping and posting, uh, just blatant flagrant drug use. And I was like, this guy is awesome. And then, yeah, what happened, happened. Uh, I had no clue he was married. 
I didn't either. So that kind of what was threw me off because you remember what I said in the Discord. I was like, I just assumed he was twenty four. It yeah. was some chicks from No Jumper. I don't. Even, I didn't even. Yeah, he's twenty four years old. I like. I had no idea. Um, shameful. He was Very shameful. Uh, hmm. Damn. The fifth greatest moment in NBA Instagram history. Um, we're talking NBA, right? We're talking exclusively NBA. This is a okay. podcast about basketball. Um, you know what? Let's 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 dwell on it. We'll come back. Maybe we'll maybe by the time yeah. we get to the end of this, we'll think of our fifth one. That's uh, I do want to point out uh, over the weekend, Peter's not here to celebrate, but uh, Cleveland. Gave Darius Garland a rookie maximum contract uh, that could be worth $230 million. Uh, yep. Congratulations to Darius Garland, Big St. Louis. Uh, we we see you and we appreciate you, and we love your wild thornberry braids. Or dreads, excuse me. Those aren't braids. Anyhow, uh, he was their best guard, so he deserves the money. They also brought back... Uh, our boy Rubio and Raul Neto. How? Yeah. I so mean, they're just getting rid of Sexton, right? Yeah. Where's Sexton going? I don't where know. There's, it's, it's been a very quiet uh, weekend overall. The only other big news being uh, Zion Williamson officially signed his five year uh, rookie, rookie max extension, which, you know, could also be worth $230 million. Good um, for him. It looks like he's in shape again. Good for him. Weird. I, I, they just. I mean, look, we're we're fans. We don't. We're not in the facility every day, so they know better than we know. But it it just seems weird to like give a guy that's played like sixty games total in his first three years uh, that kind of contract. But you know what? Joel Embiid didn't play his first two seasons, so yeah, you gotta come on. It's not. It's not impossible for him to return this year and be better than ever. I mean, the dude averaged 20 plus while eating nothing but beignets and lying about it. Uh, he does seem to be in slightly better shape, uh, but you know, still just a giant, giant guy, huge guy. His knees got to hurt even though he's like 22. Um, I mean, he was already busting out of shoes. They should have known something was wrong with him when he busted out of that shoe at Duke. He's 21, actually, not even 22. That's ridiculous. That's why you got to give him the deal. Yeah. The only reason he didn't play was because of Beignet. Wait. Beignet. Beignet. Um, Sexton, though. I, we got to find a home for Colin Sexton. He seems like, what is he? Is he now... Is he a starting point guard on another team, or is he your sixth man? I think it depends. He's still so young. Uh, he's, what, played two seasons, um, been mostly injured. Uh, the mostly injured time. and good when he plays. Very he's good when good he, plays. he plays. He averaged 24 points his rookie year. He averaged 16 on just 11 games last year. Um, I think. Uh, I think he – I mean, why couldn't he start? Yeah, I'm. I guess I'm asking, like, what what makes sense? Where could he go? I don't think Brooklyn. Like, once a team makes a deal with another team and they clearly lost that deal, they're not going to make another deal. You know what I'm saying? 
I mean, hey, the Sixers are currently trying to make a deal for Kyrie Irving, reports say. Dog, if they send James Harden back to Brooklyn. That would be hilarious. Hilarious comedy. James Harden still has not uh, signed a an extension. Uh, apparently, news was that uh, he was in the Hamptons this weekend with uh, with Sixers Brass trying to hash out a deal. No news has been reported on that yet. About whether he was with Embiid. Finalist. He was with Embiid and Michael Rubin and Meek Mill and Donovan Mitchell. Surprise, surprise! Did you see that? Interessant. I Very mean, what's going on? I I imagine. Even though they got rid of Gobert, he wants out too. Like nobody wants to live in Utah. Yeah, I'm not like there's like the initial reports after the Gobert trade was that like Cleveland or I'm sorry Utah was planning on rebuilding around Donovan Mitchell, and then that very quickly became, well, they're not against trading him. So that, to me, that sounds like Donovan Mitchell probably went to them and said, "I want out." Yeah, I still want out. Still want out. And Danny Ainge, you know, he'll just he'll just take ten draft picks for that guy. Sixers don't really have anything to give a Danny Ainge what he wants, unfortunately. How do you even walk into a, a conversation with Danny Ainge and and he says, I want four first round picks for Rudy Gobert, and then you and then you say back, Okay. Well, he wound up with six picks for Gobert. What? Yeah, right? Am I crazy? Uh, talking to the devil. Yeah, I think there's like a cover charge of at least one pick before you even get to talk to Danny Ainge. I mean, hey, good for him, man. Good for him. The Trina of NBA executives costs a hundred grand just to speak to me. Um, let's see. Pretty sure Woj reported that it was Yeah. It's five picks, but it could become, I think, six if one of them doesn't, uh, if one doesn't like, uh, like become a thing. It becomes two second round picks, um, or something like that. Who's that dude? Philly dude, Champ Cheese. Chop. They used to call him Cheese. Now he's Cheese Champ with Cheese. Champ with Cheese. No, he's like a, a guard. You remember he was playing for Miami, and then he, um. He freaked out on weed gummies. What, Dion and Waiters? They, yeah. What about when you Dion Waiters? Dion Waiters? <laughs> what about when Dion Waiters was um, roller skating in his house? Is that a top five post? Oh, yeah. That's. I mean, that, it's that a was on Instagram, right? That was on Instagram. I mean, I think to me, that was definitely because it was Dion Waiters. And it was after he passed out on the edibles. And yeah, um, I think that's got to be top five. I also have an image that Trevor Ariza posted. Trevor Ariza was FaceTiming Cliff Paul. <laughs> what? He had Cliff Paul on the FaceTime. Uh, I feel like I'll that send it to you. sounds it's- hilarious, but it also sounds like it. Is it like, um, does that sound like uh, maybe that was like sponsor content? SponCon, as they call it. It might have been. It might have been, but it was fun. I had fun, but okay, right now we'll say it was Deion Waiters. I think Deion Waiters, because it was clear that he was still very much on edibles, roller skating around his house. Yeah, like, he didn't give up the gummies. And he also, like, it just was, like, such a fun, like, 
it was so early in the quarantine. We were all in the house and it just was like, just hilarious. Like, oh, look, rich people quarantined as I'm sitting in my shitty little place. <laughs> like, can't, but, can't take a, can't take a step around the corner without running into somebody that I live with. Like, I'm like, oh, look, this rich guy can roller skate in his house. Yeah. I can't take a shit without everybody hearing it on my yeah. street. But look at Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters can do turn his house into a roller rink and his and his wife doesn't is upstairs and not even aware. He's a wife guy. He's a wife guy. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Dion Waiters is a wife guy. He's got a lot of really cute pics with his wife. Uh Oh, look at this little family photo for Christmas card. Are they wearing all denim? No, they're wearing like all wearing like red uh, satin. Black people love to put their family in matching materials. Yeah, Dion Waiters. What a look at him, little wife guy, matching materials guy. He's a wife guy. Jamel, uh, some news just broke a little bit ago um, about Brittany Griner. Did you see that? Oh wait, we got some news. News. Um, it was more just a letter from Brittany Griner to President Biden in the White House, kind of begging for him to do something, uh, I think leaked. Um, uh, only, only passages leaked. So I'll just read you the passages that are here. Uh, as I sit here in a Russian prison alone with my thoughts and without the protection of my wife, family, friends, Olympic Jersey, or any accomplishments, I'm terrified I might be here forever. The next excerpt. On the 4th of July, our family normally honors the service of those who fought for our freedom, including my father, who was a Vietnam War veteran. Damn. It hurts thinking about how I usually celebrate this day because freedom means something completely different to me this year. Next passage. I realize you're dealing with so much, but please don't forget about me and the other American de- detainees. Please do all you can to bring us home. I voted for the first time in 2020, and I voted for you. I believe in you. I saw so much good to do with my freedom that you can help restore. I miss my wife. I miss my family. I miss my teammates. It kills me to know they are suffering so much right now. I am grateful for whatever you can do at this moment to get me home. Well, the Mercury have won three of their last four on a little bit of a hot streak. No, I'm joking. This sucks. (laughs) This absolutely sucks. Jamel advocating to keep Brittany Grinder in Russia in order not to disturb the Mercury's Uh, team chemistry. Oh, my God. (laughs) Ah, shit. Damn, I did say that. I didn't mean it, though. What I was trying to say was, I wonder sometimes if the leaks and all the and the posts from America, like, it's weird to me that every adult in America that uses Twitter isn't, like, aware of the fact that Russian people are monitoring what we're saying. You feel me? Woke moment. Yeah, like, <laughs> nah, like, there's a Russian, there's there's a room full of Russian people on computers, and their job is to search whenever somebody says Brittany Griner. Yeah, I agree. And then you go and you look at any tweet, any any verified Twitter user that talks about Brittany Griner has a thousand kind of shady accounts created in the last month or two. Being like, if she didn't break the law, she wouldn't be in jail. And you're like, oh, that's a Russian bot. That's a Russian bot. That's a Russian bot. And so there's that. But then I also believe 
that all of us saying bring Britney home is making them, they're going to make her stay longer. You understand? Well, there is a thing I saw, and I wish I had this pulled up and ready to talk more, but um, there is currently kind of a, uh, like, as, you know, the WNBA season is kind of past the halfway point, the All-Star game's happening, and players are kind of starting to think about, you know, where they're going to play overseas next. Like, there's been a huge, like, uh, like kind of migration away from Russian teams into other countries. And so, like, I think maybe, I don't know, awareness and at least the fact that, like, we could be aware of that might help. Uh, I don't know. Like if, if suddenly the Russian oligarchs aren't getting, you know, the best WNBA players to come play for them and help them win championships, then don't you think they might start putting pressure on the Russian government to hopefully let Brittany Griner go? Well, I think it's too late for that. I don't think anybody's going back. I think it's over. Once you once you detain Brittany Griner for six and a half months, uh, that's out. Nobody's going back. Yeah, like Probably who's not. crazy enough to go back? I'm sure the money's good enough. People like you know someone who's like making sixty k to play for the WNBA. And then suddenly, like, some Russian oligarch is like, I will give you one million American to play. God, I love your oligarch voice. I am rich oligarch. I don't, I am not good with accent. Ew. But I am good with money. What's this guy's name? What's your guy's name? Fyodor Romanov. Wow. Teddy Romanov? Jamel, I will give you... Four million dollar to come coach my team. For real? Yes. American dollars is ain't rubles, is it? It's American dollars, and we will look the other way at whatever types of vape cartridges you want to bring in. I ain't bringing shit. Oh I no, you bring it. it. Bring it. Nah. I look. My I... eyes are closed. I'm not see. I don't <laughs> see anything. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what's up with the arms dealer. You know how they want. Russia just wants this arms dealer. Back. Oh yeah, but what are they? What are they even going to do with him? They get him back. Like, does he have info on us? Or they get him back and they get to deal arms again? I don't know. Because they could deal arms without him. I mean, what it probably is, I don't know anything about him. I've been vaguely aware. Uh, I, I will cop to not being. I like like you. I should have like been looking more into this guy. But my guess is that he's the son or nephew or brother of someone important in Russia. And that's why they want him back. Yeah. Cause I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, either he's got some big time info on us or he's super tapped in, or he is the only guy with the good arms. Like he's got like a locked, it's like storage wars or something. And his fucking, his, his store it all has got the best missiles in it. I mean, he's a former military officer termed arm dealer. Um, I'm guessing, yeah, I'm guessing he's just connected. All right. Well, you know, the Russian mob is the last great mob in the world. Mm -hmm. So Uh, there you go. That was nicknamed the Merchant of Death and Sanctions Buster (laughs) for his reported wide-reaching operations. Extensive clientele and willingness to bypass embargoes. 
Yeah, I bet he just knows a lot of shit and probably can help the Russian government. He's probably somebody's brother. Um, I could see it. He's eth- he's ethnically Ukrainian, though, not actually Russian. Whoa! So what are they gonna do? Bring him back and fucking lop his head off? <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what they want. Maybe he offers Russia some kind of uh, clout in their conflict with with Ukraine. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know shit. Dude. All I know is that uh, being a being nicknamed the Merchant of Death is probably not. Uh, you know, an equal balance to uh, supposedly having a weed cartridge, and just like one of them. Which, by I, the way, it was it was. Uh, I don't know if you saw. I think it was maybe Friday after we recorded this news broke. Uh, to, uh, after the kind of first uh, day of Brittany Griner's uh, little fake trial concluded, she is being unlawfully detained. She does. She did not have enough uh, uh, THC on her to kind of be by Russians own law to be withheld. What? Yeah. So she only had like 0.75 grams or something on her. And like, like that's just a fine in Russia. But if you had like five grams or something, then you, then you could be detained. She had one goddamn cartridge that wasn't even full and probably not even hers. I'm not even, I'm, I'm Brittany Griner is a smart person who's been playing in Russia for a long time. There's no fucking way she brought weed in. On her own. Well, here's what I'll say. I'm a smart person, too. And I had this year weed pen in my carry-on for months. Yeah, but... But I wasn't going to Russia. You weren't going to Russia. I don't... Yeah, I I can't imagine me, Jamel Johnson, a man who loves weed. I think if you were had to go to Russia, you'd probably look... You'd probably clean out your luggage a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I would absolutely. I would hit it with the Clorox wipes. Yeah, smoke that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, happy Fourth of July. Brittany Griner is still being detained. Our president's doing nothing. Trash. Uh, the Nets super trash. In shambles. Did you see uh, Steve Nash's TikTok that he posted today? No. What did oh. Steve Nash do? I'm Hold sending on. you a link right now. Yeah, I'm going to pull it up on the phony. The um, phony 2012. So the Nets are absolutely just falling apart. Kevin Durant wants out. Kyrie Irving wants out. Ben Simmons is convinced that uh, he's going to be the new one-man super team. Uh, Steve Nash, previously called basically a co-worker, not a coach by Kyrie, uh, posted today a tiktok of him and his wife doing some gen z kind of choreography hey well at least his back's good that's a good point you got your back gotta be good for you to do them steps (laughs) i'm not saying he can't enjoy his time with his uh with his wife um you know he's got a child there but the child's not really involved I don't understand why people keep saying, oh, Steve Nash should leave, right? Like, why? The the two guys, th- okay, you had three guys who were impossible to work with. One of them was so good at basketball, it didn't matter. You just had to follow him. But the other two, assholes. One is gone last year. The other two want out now. 
why would you then leave that job? Because you're like, oh, I should be with a contender. Dude, this is your first time head coaching anything. Prove to us and yourself that you are a good coach. Stay with the rebuild. You'll probably have more fun coaching a bad team than this team. They might not why? even be they might not even be bad. They might not even be Who knows bad. what they even get back for KD and Kyrie. There's a chance look, I mean, you could put a lot of shit over there. You end up with Donovan Mitchell, you're good money. We don't know what's gonna happen. Hell no, I'm not leaving. People I just saw multiple people who are like, oh, Steve Nash, he's gotta be out of there, right? I'm like, to do what? To go I, where? I mean, I think to me, if I'm the team, if I'm the Nets, I'm probably thinking we gotta fire Steve Nash, but I think this is what teams do. They they blame coaches for shit that is not their fault. This this is I can't think of anything that was less the coach's fault. Um, yeah. So if I don't think Steve Nash would probably want to leave on his own, but like I can understand why people are like expecting him to leave because we've just been trained that like you give a coach a month to try to work shit out and then you fire them basically nowadays. But then that's dumb as fuck. If the Nets get rid of him, that's dumb as fuck too. Who's left? Who are the coaches? What are you going to bring in Mike D'Antoni? No, you're not. There's no coaches. There's no new coaches that where everybody's got their eye on. All the new guys all got jobs last year. If the team is getting blown up, at least you have a Hall of Famer with playoff experience as your coach. Yeah, I don't think we've even really seen Steve Nash like coach yet. Because <laughs> like, like he's had the he's had what is was this his third season? He's had the the most chaotic first three seasons of a of being a head coach ever. I think the year that Kyrie was hurt and Harden was hurt, he was coaching. The year that the toe knuckle. That mm. year, Steve Nash was coaching. You cannot convince me. You can't tell me Kevin Durant was orchestrating all of that. Kevin Durant doesn't even, he doesn't even want to operate like that. He wants to hoop. If he had his way, he would hoop with headphones on in the game. Do you think he's going to get like, maybe that's what his, like, his, his tech company is working on? Like moving off from drones and moving on to invisible AirPods so he can like listen to Mortal Technique while he's balling? One can only hope, dog. Because <laughs> you know he's not like he's really good, but he's not a. I, I don't know what type of leader he is. Kevin Durant. Yeah, I don't think he's. I mean, I think he's a lead by example guy. But I think he's those a, kinds of guys need a vocal leader beside them. And maybe he thought that would be Kyrie, but Kyrie. It's like, oh, this is the wrong kind of vocal. <laughs> this vocal is yeah. saying all the wrong shit. Yeah, and Harden is not that guy. No. Harden Har wants Harden, to be the third guy badly. Yeah, Harden wants to be the third guy. You think it's I'm telling so that one year Steve Nash was for sure coaching. I think last year they didn't let him coach. Which you know we we don't really think coaches matter that much. But I don't no, think I don't he was think, allowed I don't think they coach. do matter that much. I think coaches can only a few coaches can make an impact. Most are neither negative or positive, and maybe there's a bottom five that can actually hurt. Yeah. There's the coach. There's there's five coaches that will watch you in practice and say, okay, 
we should be allowing him to do this. There's a bunch of other coaches who are just kind of managing the team. That's it. Yeah. But you need and a manager. I, yeah. Dog, they should not they should keep Steve Nash. They should blow this whole thing up. They should send Ben Simmons to hell with Danny Ainge. I think uh where do you think Ben Simmons winds up? Is he gonna be on the Nets? There's no way he's on the Nets. I feel like they it feels like Joe Sai, the 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 kind of managing owner, um at this point, just wants to clear house. He wants yeah. the bad taste out of his mouth, and I feel like Ben Simmons is probably a part of that. No, I mean, if I'm them, shit, dude. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to trade for Colin Sexton. I'm trying to send Ben Simmons to Cleveland, so that way Ben Simmons can go fuck up Cleveland. <laughs> He's gonna fuck up whatever team he goes to. Yeah, go poison some other team. We'll take Sexton. I can't wait to hear Peter try to root for Ben Simmons. <laughs> yeah, right. I hear mean, me out about Ben Simmons, man. Ugh. Also, I think uh, Sexton should go to the Spurs. I think the Spurs. I think that's a good spot for him. He should just be allowed to go play for a year with no expectations on him. The Spurs are in the middle of a rebuild. Send him to the Spurs. That's a that maybe that's an interesting uh, piece of uh, uh, speaking of coaching and and not very interesting things happening over the weekend. Uh, Brett Brown, former Sixers coach, kind of the uh, who who eventually became the scapegoat of the process, uh, officially back in the league coaching with the Spurs. He's uh, he became Pop's uh, assistant again. Come on, it's that time. It's that time of year when your friends are dear. I'm not saying Brett Brown is one of those coaches that can uh, is you know in that top five kind of ranking of coaches, um, but I think he got a bad fucking shake in Philly. I think uh, they just were like, "We're done with the process, and that means we need to cut you out because you re- you represent the process." Uh, he was given a shit team to coach for seven years. Uh, he had terrible management, fucking with like his roster constantly. Like I think he did the best he could possibly do with a ever shifting awful team, and uh, and by all and, accounts, very well liked by all the players. And their best year, except for Jimmy Butler. <laughs> and their best year, he they lost to a miracle shot. Who knows if they would win in overtime, but. The Kawhi shot was a miracle. Yeah, that's uh, a miracle. Well, and they and and the front office getting rid of Jimmy Butler is not Brett Brown's fault. No, um, although Jimmy Butler said he did not want to play for Brett Brown. Is it because he sounds like a character in The Departed, and it's not Mark Wahlberg who's his best friend? The reports were that Jimmy Butler thought that no one was keeping Ben Simmons accountable, including Brett Brown, and he thought Brett Brown was coddling him like a baby, and he didn't want that kind of coach. Well, the problem, as we see now, it doesn't matter who the coach is. Yeah, it that's Jimmy was wrong for putting that on Brett Brown too. I agree, but I think guess, from hey, there, Jimmy. from from our standpoint, we can look back and be like, it doesn't matter who the fucking coach of the Sixers are like the, this is a like they're they're going to lose no matter what but from Jimmy's point of view he's like 
I got to work with this guy every day and I'm just going to get mad if if I look at him and see him give Ben Simmons preferential treatment. Why didn't he just fight him? Why didn't Jimmy just fight him? Ben Simmons or Brett Brown? Yeah, Ben Simmons. He should have just fought Ben Simmons. He should have. I don't think Jimmy would ever actually get into a real fight. See, that's a Jimmy problem. Jimmy, that's why he was acting like that in Minnesota, because he knew them kids wasn't going to fight him either. That's true. He knew those kids were afraid of him. I think Miami, weirdly, that's why they need Udonis Haslam around, to remind Jimmy that there's someone tougher on the team than him. Udonis will punch him. That's why they want him to come back for another year. It's so stupid that they, like, Sent a delegation to Donis Haslam's house. A guy who hasn't played a single fucking game in like three years. He plays one game a year. Don't act like that. How many games do you think he played last year for real? One. Okay, let's look. Games played at 21, uh, 22. Played in 13. Get out of here. That's crazy. Exactly. He did I mean, one was, the year before and four the year before that. <laughs> okay, so he did. Okay, there was a year where he only played one. I'm glad yeah. I was right about that. I mean, come on, man. Who's really watching all 82 games of a team? You can uh, sneak Udonis out there. Every time you go to Houston, you can play Udonis. That's true. Oklahoma City, Houston. There's a few cities. San Antonio. Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Just a whole Southwest swing. Yeah. Uh, all right, do you want anything else we want to talk about before we get out of here? Mm, no. Um, no. Well, I hope you have fun tonight at the Sparks game. Thank you, sir. And uh, I hope you get to eat a hot dog afterwards. I'm, I think I'm just going to stay tacos today. I'm going to stay taco down. Hell yeah. We love you guys. Thank you for listening at Airboats Pod on all socials. Bye. Bye.